podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava. And it is Monday. It is Labor Day, and it is it's a day that most of us have off. So it's just a good day to be able to relax with some family, with some friends, uh, have a barbecue, or whatever you're doing today. Just Labor Day is a good day for that. It's always kind of been the one of the better holidays for me because it's usually when I was starting school, and I was never a big fan of school. I always hated going back because it just meant more schoolwork and stuff, and it was kind of a quick breather from going back because it was usually the first or second week after we went back to school. And so that was always something that kind of was a, it was like a blessing in disguise for me because it was nice to be able to just have that first Monday after your first full week of school back. Um, have that Monday off. Nobody likes Mondays most of the time. And so it was just a good, kind of a good breather to kind of get used to school. But now it's just kind of a regular holiday. And I, I love, I love having those like Monday or those, uh, random holidays that are kind of sprinkled in throughout the year. And so it is, like I said, it's Monday and I'm down in Florida right now, but I just wanted to talk very briefly about something that popped up last week for me. And so what ended up happening was I got a message on eBay and somebody had messaged me about an item that I had and they basically wanted to know, they said, hey, can I use this item to possibly, can I use it for sanitization and use it for my bar? And I was kind of confused a little bit because one, that was not the main purpose of the item and two, why on earth would I know that? I mean, I get it. I'm selling things, but at the same time, if you go look at my store, you know that I don't sell anything that's similar like it, things are, are very much like one-off or I find a good deal on a lot of one item but I have over I have around 200 listings like there's no way that somebody would think that I I actually sell like consistently other than maybe sneakers but it wasn't a pair of sneakers he was looking at and so I I was thinking about what to say and at that time it was very very tempting to just say yeah I think you can use it for that you should be good and make a sale because that's kind of a nice thing to have is have a sale, right? You want to have sales, you want to push sales. And especially if you're just starting out, you're very, very hungry for sales. You haven't either had a lot of them or maybe you had a fir- your first couple and it's a little bit of a uh, dry time right now. You're not making a ton of sales and you just, you really want to make a sale. The important thing though, is to kind of get that in check a little bit and to think about, Think about how you want to handle situations like that. So my gut reaction was kind of just to message the guy back and say, yeah, you should be good. Uh, I think people are using them for something like that and you should be able to do that. But the fact of the matter is that I really don't know that much about the item. I know what its basic use is and I know what about it makes it so popular, but I don't really know how to use it and I'm not going to advise somebody on how to use it. And so older me, like, When I first started reselling, I may have just said, yeah, you should be good. And probably nothing would have happened, right? He probably would have bought it and nothing would have happened and I would have been fine. But thinking about just after listening to some of the things that uh, some of the podcasts I've listened to, one with, I forget what her name, but she is a insurance agent that works for, um, works for getting like resellers insurance on what they're selling. It was very interesting hearing about how you could possibly be sued if you sell somebody an item that causes them an injury or causes them some sort of illness or something. And so, it, and the point of this podcast is not to tell somebody, not to tell you guys that you should stop reselling or whatever. That's not it at all. But what I'm talking about is I 
first off, sanitization, um, and sanitization of somebody's bar, I'm imagining it's not, like, a bar, like, him, like, just having a little, like, bar, like, area at his house. I mean, like, this guy's probably talking about, like, a large bar that you would have, like, food and people and, uh, like, whatever else, like, and, and like, drinks and stuff there. Like, I, I'm not advising somebody on how to sanitize that, first off. I don't want to be liable for that. That's number one. And so, if somebody asks you a question like that, immediately try and deflect that. I mean, do not do not answer that question because you don't want to have yourself be liable for something stupid like somebody tried to use a product or something that you were selling that clearly isn't meant for what it's used for and they ask you and you say, well, yeah, I think so. And then they do something stupid, injure themselves or worse. Uh, somebody gets sick from it and then you are somehow held liable. Like you don't want that to happen. So if somebody asks me a question like that, I immediately deflect it because that's not that's just not something I'm going to answer. I don't even know the answer to that first off. And then also in addition to that, the fact that you don't have an answer for it could lead down the road to a return from the buyer. And so that's something else that you need to be kind of cognizant of. It's the fact that these buyers, whenever they buy something from you, they are able to return almost anything for whatever reason. Even if you don't offer returns or free returns or whatever, they can still make a they can still make a um they can still make a return on you just if they say that it wasn't used or or it didn't work in the way that it was described right they can say an item not as described and it just automatically gets put through as a return and there's not really anything you can do for it and so that's something to keep in mind because what you don't want to happen is them ask you a question about something you say, yes, it can be used for this. They take it home. It can't actually be used for what you said, and you really didn't know what you were talking about, and so you're wrong, and they they return the item because they say that it was not able to be used the way that you wanted, that you said it could be, and eBay has access to all of your messages, and that's kind of basic. People, like, it's very easy to see that, but but it really does surprise me how quickly they can pull up your messages just based on your, your seller ID and they, I mean, usually within like seconds I'm talking, um, I'll give them my ID, like my seller ID, and then I'll give them my name. And they are like, okay, well, we know exactly what the conversation is. You, we're looking at it right now. Oh, they sent you these pictures. And it's it's quicker than I can pull it up on my computer. So um, it's just very, they, they're very much in tune with what's going on. They have access to all the messages. So if you're saying something that's not true, that would be considered an item not as described because they would be able to go through, see your messages and say, hey, you did say that you could use it for X, Y, or Z, and the buyer obviously is not using it for that or said that it can't be used. That would not be as you described it. Even though it's not in your listing description, you still described it as that whenever you're messaging the buyer and we can clearly see that. And so that's something that could cause you to get returns. And so what I'm saying is if you don't really know much about the item, you don't want to just go blindly saying things just to make sales. It's not worth it, number one. It's not worth it to possibly, especially something like that, like sanitization or anything health related or like if somebody asks you, I'm allergic to X, like would this like affect me? Like you just, first off, you don't even, I don't even respond to that person or I, I say you need to consult the manufacturer and a health professional and then typically I block that person on eBay not because they're a terrible person but because I don't even want to have to deal with them buying it from me and then having some sort of weird allergic reaction like that's just not something I need to deal with and you are a lot of times able to be held liable for that because even though you didn't make the product you still sold the product and there is a there is liabilities that go with that and so um, you know, you just have to be aware of that. You don't want to just start telling people, well, you know, this doesn't contain peanuts or this doesn't, you know, whatever, and then buy it. And then sure enough, 
something weird happens. It may not even be what they were afraid of happening. Maybe something else, but they still link it back to you. And, you know, you don't want to be, if you don't know the answer, don't put yourself in that situation. The other thing is, if you don't know the answer and you're just answering these things, you could be wrong. And then they'll get it and they'll realize that you were wrong and they'll try and return it. And most of the time they'll be successful because that's just ebay caters to the buyer they're very seller centric but they do cater to the buyer a little more than the seller because you have to that the buyer is the most important and then the seller is second that's just how it goes and so um it's important to keep that in mind um and there was something now i'd put this out on instagram a couple days ago and somebody did respond to me with a very good point and it was that they said i always try and at least look up the answer to see if i can find a very definitive answer from the manufacturer before i tell them a yes or no and that's a very good point if you think that you could look it up and find an answer or if even if you don't think still look it up still google it look up the answer look up to see if there is another question like it that somebody's asked and maybe you can find the answer and you don't even have to kind of deflect the question at all you can actually give a definitive answer you could say hey this is on the manufacturer's website you can send the link in if you want i always send links um uh, links of like you know if somebody asks hey where what does the manufacturer say about this if i find it I'll, i'll send them a link of what the uh website says from it and i haven't had any trouble with that um i wouldn't send them like links to i don't know anything outside of ebay like personal links but if you send them i don't know you're selling like a netgear router and they ask you can i hook up to this computer you can look up oh this netgear router is uh is compatible with all these different kind of computers and then you send them that list you know that's fine and so uh looking up stuff like that if somebody asks you for how something works and you can't find it at least sending them a link to like a pdf of the manual is very good i've had very good success with that i've sent youtube videos in of different product reviews and stuff somebody can't figure something out and i can find it on youtube and say hey go to minute 147 of this or like minute one second 47 of this youtube video and you can find exactly what you're talking about right here oftentimes that saves me from a return or saves me from having a random question from somebody and so these sorts of things i think are are good ways to be able to answer questions you may not have the answer to but if you don't know the answer it's fine to say you don't know People got to realize that you don't know everything about the product that you're selling. And the the fact of the matter is you don't want to put yourself in a position where you've said something that's not true and either get yourself in a pickle because somebody ends up having some sort of illness or something or they just end up returning it because you, you told them something that wasn't true. And so that's something that I try and keep in mind and it's been helpful for me to kind of realize those things. And... If you lose a sale, you lose a sale. It's not the end of the world. More sales will always be there, but it's more important not to lose a sale because somebody returned an item because that costs you, one, because they return an item. If they say it's not as described, you're paying the return shipping, and then you're paying for the item that you already bought because you paid like the fees and stuff, and now you're returning it. Um, and I think that you get the fees back, but regardless, like it's just not profitable, or two, you don't want to put yourself in a weird situation. So... Um, that's just what I'm thinking about, but hopefully that helps you out and hopefully that can save you a little bit of time and hassle down the road with any of the different things that buyers throw at you because as you sell on eBay, Mercari, Poshmark, anywhere, you'll get a bunch of weird questions. You'll get the uh, some of the most strange sort of things you never thought you would a- have somebody ask you and you just have to kind of move on. So um, you have to be able to figure out how to deal with those though. And so that's one of the things that I saw that I hadn't dealt with yet and 
Uh, it's just something that I figured I'd share with you. So that being said, I'm going to go. But you guys have a good one. I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.